EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we present a special best of episode with music from KB Cabaret's creator, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Welcome to the game show, He Said, She Said, role playing to save your relationship with your host, Litigation. Gather around, kids, I'm your host, Litigation. And we're going to do some role-playing. You know the rules, I call the name, and you play your role. The panel members will have the chance to earn points with the right answer. What will the winners get this week, Johnny? A week at Millie's Mindful Meditation in Missouri, and a year's supply of Waxy's Furniture Polish. This week's guests, Sally Yellman, Cassie Fields, Sarah Duguid, Andy Bowles, Alex Way, and Fred Lohr. Okay, we'll form two groups. Females on one side, males on the other. What if I feel like a woman and was born in a man's body? I said females on one side, didn't I? (laughs) Move to the side you feel you are. Now, meals are vital to the survival of a relationship. So this week's topic is mealtime. The scenario is titled, How to Survive Relationships During Mealtimes. Tell the audience the setting, Johnny. Husband comes home early for dinner. Everything is ready, the table's made up, and food is freshly prepared. On the menu is the following. Mushroom soup, chicken with lemon sauce, rice pilaf, and freshly baked banana bread. Okay, Sally, serve the dinner. And Andy... What do you think, Sally? Does he like the soup? I think so. He hasn't come up for air yet. That's one point for the women. 
So what's on the second course, Johnny? Well, lit, we have the chicken with the delicately piquant lemon sauce on a bed of rice pilaf, garnished with a fresh parsley sprig on a hot plate and freshly baked buns out of the oven. Go, Andy. What do you say? You said we were going to have pot roast. No, that was yesterday, remember? I didn't want to make the same thing again. Besides, this is my mother's secret recipe. I don't like rice pilaf. But mother always served chicken with lemon sauce on a bed of rice pilaf. The rice complements the sauce's delicate flavor. Pretend you're Asian. They have rice at every meal. Well, I got news for you. I'm not Asian. Well, obviously that response did not go over well with Sally. Contestants, what should Andy's response be to the chicken with lemon sauce? Uh, bring on the pot roast bitch? No. Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. Yes, Alex? Shut up and give me a beer. No, okay, one more chance. Cassie? Best meal I ever had, darling. Yes, good job, another point for the ladies. Okay, Cassie, take Sally's place, and Alex, switch with Andy. Now continue. Johnny, what is Cassie bringing to the table next? A freshly baked loaf of banana bread intricately donned with sliced bananas and topped off with whipped cream. Okay, Cassie, go. Voila. <sighs> we had this yesterday. No. This is the cake I baked yesterday, a raisin cake. How can you possibly mix banana bread up with raisin cake? They're not even the same shape. I hate banana bread. But you loved it when my Aunt Julia's made it. Yeah, well, I only pretended to like it. You son of a bitch! No, don't throw it! Contestants, what should Alex have said when Cassie brought out the banana bread? Ooh, I know, I know. Yes, Alex? Shut up and give me a beer. Wrong the second time, Alex. Take the banana bread and shove it up your ass. Wrong again. One more. Sarah? Best dessert I ever had, darling. Yes, one more point for the women. Good job, Sarah. Now, Sarah, we have time for the bonus point round. Johnny? Sarah, after dinner, your partner asks where you put the original tax return papers that needs to be paid by the end of the month. You look all over the place, in all eight of your purses, the dresser drawers, in between the armrests of the car, the glove compartment, the trunk, and under the seats. But after an hour of frantic searching, your partner yells out, Never mind, it's been right here on the table all along. Sarah, what do you do? Tell him he can shove the papers up his fat ass, along with the lemon chicken and the banana bread. Yes, Sarah, good job. That's exactly what you should tell him. Okay, looks like the ladies win this time. I'm Litgation. We'll see you next week on He Said, She Said, when we discuss how couples should behave around the airport security checkout areas. Brought to you by the makers of Randy's Rice Peel-Off, where they peel off each grain of rice for your pleasure. And Waxy's Furniture Polish, the multipurpose polish you can use for tub and window caulking. Welcome to the first historic high school football game since the local noise ordinance went into effect. That's right, Rhonda. It's the Cyber Pit Bulls from Cyber High facing off against the Tiger Cats from Elmer High. Don't get too excited, Kenny. Remember the noise ordinance. Oh, sorry, Rhonda. High school football gets me all hot and bothered. Here's the starting backfield for the Cyber High offense. Running backs number 20, Sam Shippa. 28, Dove Borellis. 
32, Ray Finnegan, and the quarterback, 22, Jimmy Wood. Oh, there he is! Number 22! Jimmy! Jimmy, we love you! What? That was too loud? I wasn't so loud. Was I that loud? I don't think so, but obviously they did. Who are they? The neighborhood noise watch? Shh. Can't trust anyone these days. And starting for Elmer High's Tiger Cats defense, Sydney Kilmer, number 29. Boo. Boo. Yes. Wow, they're killing me over here. Yeah, I know. But we're just going to have to get used to it. Hope they don't think my new orange blazer is too loud. Well, that's you, honey. Louder than life. I'm going to have to ask you two to keep it down. I'm trying to hear the game. The Neighborhood Noise Watch has a no-tolerance policy on breaking of the noise ordinance. Wood sacked by J.J. Beaver and a host of cats. Second down and 11 for the pit bulls. Finnegan wide to the right, and Wood tosses it to him. There he goes, there he goes, and touchdown! The referee is signaling that's an incomplete pass. No way! That was a backward pass by five yards. Run! what is a backwards pass? How should I know? I'm a golf announcer. We got screwed! We got screwed! Kill the ref! Honey, honey, keep it down! Oh, great. Now the neighborhood noise watch man is coming back this way. That's it, lady. You were warned. Put your hands behind your back while I install this neighborhood noise watch gag. Rhonda, there appears to be a disturbance in the stands. Must be the neighborhood noise watch has found its first perpetrator. Serves her right. How could anybody enjoy a football game with all this noise? Well, honey, you sure messed up. We'll probably have to pay a fine and your name will be in the paper. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, excuse me, sir. Any chance I could get a few of those gags from you? Hey, Barry, you feel like getting coffee? Yeah, sure, but I sort of can't go to the Green Goat Diner. We always go to Green Goats. I love their cheese biscuits. Well, I took Marilyn there for breakfast. So? Well, she kind of made a scene. Oh, because that's where you told her the engagement was on. What are you talking about? Well, you said you wanted to break up with her. No, I said I was thinking of breaking up with her after she told me she wanted to call off the engagement. So is the engagement off? No, we're still engaged. Uh, I'm confused. Why? I love her to death. Really? Okay, okay, whatever. So, why are you banned from the diner? Because she made a scene. Are you listening? Got it. She made a scene. Why? Well, it's a long story. She sent me a text. Oh, no. Huh? Oh, she sent you a text. Yeah, that's what I said. What did it say? She wanted to speak with me about something important. Yeah? So, we went to the diner to talk. And? She ordered two eggs sunny side up. Yeah? With a couple of slices of whole wheat toast, dry. Okay. Then we talked about her teeth. Her teeth? That's what she had to talk to me about. Oh. Seems she needs to have her teeth done. Braces, veneers, big job. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I said. So how much is this going to cost you? What do you mean? Well, isn't that the real reason she wanted to talk to you? Wait, did she tell you this story? No. Then how did you know? It just sounds like what your lovely fiancé would do, you know. 
sort of a track record. So how much do her teeth cost? Fourteen grand. Fourteen thousand? Yeah, well, she doesn't have dental insurance. Barry, that's a lot. Yeah, that's what I told her. Okay, I get it. You said no, she made a scene, and that's why you both are banned from the diner. What? No, you're wrong on both counts. One, I'm not banned. Only Marilyn is. And two, I am paying for her teeth. You are paying for them? How? I took a loan out. Seriously? Yes, Davis, she's my fiance. That's crazy, Barry. She's been using you since day one. Did her uh, supposedly gay cousin move out of her apartment yet? No, he's staying with her till he can scrap enough money together to put a payment on his own place. Have you ever met him? I'm not allowed to go up to the apartment. What do you mean? She's 55. She's your fiancé and you can't even visit her at her place? Aren't you paying her rent? Yes, but proper ladies do not allow men up to their apartment. But she can share her bedroom with another guy. Her gay cousin. Right. It's all about trust. You trust her? She told me to trust her, and I do. Look, here's her text. It says, Love is all about trust, baby. You're such a loser. Stop texting me and get off my back. Nice. Well, she didn't mean it the way you think. I, I was being unreasonable. I'm sure you were. Look, you're still not telling me why we can't go to the Green Goat Diner. Well, the sunny-side up eggs came out with browned edges. So? But she doesn't like browned edges on her sunny-side ups. She sent them back and overheard the owner, Nick, say something about her being the only crazy customer he knew who would send eggs back because of browned edges. Justifiably, Marilyn got up and slammed all the dishes off our table, grabbed a bunch of menus, threw them at Nick, all the while cussing loudly. Classy. And that's when Nick banned her from the diner. Yep. Wow. You know, all this talk about the diner is making me hungry for their cheese biscuits. Nick never said I couldn't go back. So, coffee in about ten minutes? Yeah. Wait, Marilyn just sent me a text. Oh, no. Did Marilyn send a bill for her teeth? Did Barry get his loan canceled from the bank? Or... Will the Green Goat's new menu now contain Marilyn's Brown Edge Sunny Side Up specials? Stay tuned and find out in the next saga of Clueless Barry. My world was yours. Your world, not mine. You had a Hello, folks. Since I am my own musical guest this week, I'm going to take this opportunity to tell you the basic foundation of my first song, You Dreamed For Me, and the whole reason for creating KB Cabaret. No one, no one should dream your dreams and tell you who you should be. Unfortunately, there are too many people out there who have expectations for you on your behalf. It took me many years to realize I am my own person. I may not suit what other people want me to be. But you know what? So what? I am a strong woman. Mother, wife, mentor, writer. I am still amazing in my own way. So, listen to my song, You Dreamed For Me. My world was yours 
your world, not mine. You had a dream for me, nothing that I could see. You dreamed for me what I should be. I couldn't be the one. Municipal control of signs. May I help you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we do our best, sir. No, sir. I, yes, sir. Thank you for calling the municipal control of signs. Well? Another one. I don't get it. I've been working here for 25 years. I've never had so many complaints about not being able to understand the signs. That's strange. You think it could be our new hire? Who? Will? I think he's the best writer we've ever had. Clear as a bell. I know, I know. Just saying, just thinking out loud. I just don't get it. 
Oh, hi, Will. Hey, Will. A valorious morning to ye all. How's your Thanksgiving? Ah, t'was quite a bountiful dictum of the most gastronomical extravagance. My kin hath eaten me out of house and home. They hath put all my substance into their fat bellies. I know what you mean. All that food. I need double time on the treadmill. Yeah, I must have gained like 20 pounds. <laughs> hey, Will, did you finish the alternate parking sign? Aye, indeed. Hither tis. Ah, uh, thanks. Prithee, thou mayest lay to rest thine carriage on the solstice of the fair night after the hour of midnight when the moon casts eyes on the solemn number of the odd of the east and following the alternate numbers of the even of the west this best in practice from midnight of the winter to the fairest morning of the spring oh will that's so beautiful perfect i don't see the public having a problem with that no sir clear as a bell i beggest thy pardon easy read ah that tis my fairest <laughs> fairest oh will you're such a smooth talker even a better writer will read Barbara, the no pets allowed sign. Ah, I know not wherefore it lay. I think you filed the paperwork under no pets allowed. Ah, tis here indeed. <clears throat> tis not honorable in the merchant's house of goods to bring forth foul creatures that have done upon us no wrong. Wherefore, we prithee thou's kind courtesy to bring forth creatures purely of service to thee. Whoa, that's just plain cool. Good morning, municipal control of signs. Uh-huh. I'll check it out, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling Municipal Control of Signs, and have a nice day. Another one? I just don't get it. You know what? Let administration figure it out. Let's go get lunch. You in, Will? Ah, my lord and lady of signs, I do beseech you all my fame for a dish of cheese and cake. Huh? What's that? Grilled cheese. <laughs> Let's get out of here before some other nut job calls. <laughs> <laughs> And now, two men we found on the streets claiming they could do one-liners. Monty and Carrie. I just told my wife, you can't buy an inch of time with an inch of gold. Wow, that's profound. What did she say? I'll give you two minutes to give back the 20 you took from my purse. I can't stand my mother-in-law. Oh, no. The fat is in the fire now. Why? Did she stand too close to the stove again? My grandfather used to say, Depend on your walking stick, not on other people's. Did your grandfather have a walking stick? Nah, he just likes saying things. Receiver out to the far side as well. A couple of tight ends in here in the formation. Schilling barking out the signals. Schilling yeah! Hey, I won 50 bucks! Touchdown! Yeah! What just happened? Hey, everyone. This is my new girlfriend, Meredith. Hello, Meredith. Nice to meet you. Come in and sit down. You can help us watch the game. That's Grandma over there in the corner. Don't ask me who's playing, because I don't know. I just root for the team that's winning. If you don't know anything about football, just cheer when I do and you'll be fine. Sit down! Remember what I told you. After you sit down, whatever you do, don't get up. But why? Trust me, just don't get up. Would you like something to drink? Sure, but don't get up. I'll get it. Oh, no, Meredith. 
I told you not to get up. What? I told you once you sit, not to get up. Oh, it's okay. I don't mind. Oh, don't say I didn't warn you. Hey, um, as long as you're up, while you're in there, get me another beer and some more chips. And, and there's some more ham and cheese in the crisper. Make me a sandwich. Sure. Oh, dear. Oh, would you mind bringing me back a cup of decaffeinated tea with a, a twist of lemon? Uh, no more than a drop of cream? Oh, and a piece of that carrot cake from the refrigerator. Sure, okay. I tried to warn you. That's what they do. So they never have to get up and do it. Or anything, for that matter. Well, they are your parents. And I really don't mind. I mean, as long as I'm up. Great way to make a good impression, right? Well, as long as you're up, grab me a beer, too. Only if you kiss me first. Mm. And bring me my meds. They're in the cupboard next to the sink. I'll be back in a flash. Mm. Yeah, that's one hell of a girl you got there, son. Yes, that Meredith seems very nice. Where'd you find her? We met a while ago at a party over to Hugo's place. Okay, I think I got everything. Here's your beer, your chips, and a ham sandwich. For the lady of the house, we have a cup of decaffeinated tea with a twist of lemon and just a drop of milk, topping it all off with a delicious slice of tiramisu. There was no carrot cake. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We had that carrot cake last week. Thank you, dear. And here's your beer, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot my match. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go get him. Hey, um, as long as you're up, bring me some mustard for my ham sandwich. And uh, I didn't feed the dog, so uh, would you mind? Dog food's in that bag next to the refrigerator. Meredith, dear, I meant to throw the dishes in the dishwasher earlier, but I never got around to it. And the toilet that's just off the kitchen could use a quick scrubbing. Would you be a sport? <laughs> oh, and it would really be nice if you would bake us some chocolate chip cookies. All the ingredients are on the counter by the stove. Honey, don't you have some dry cleaning that needs to be picked up? Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Here are the keys to my car. As long as you're out, get it washed on the way back from the dry cleaners. And before you go, might as well clean up after the dog. Use that little bag next to the door. Um. Hey, there's a drugstore right next to the dry cleaners. Stop in and get some condoms. The ribbed ones. <laughs> I still need my meds! I mean it, son. That one's a keeper. You gotta marry her. Yes, she really does fit right into the family. It's nice. You never had one that lasted this long before. Yeah, she'll do. Hey, game's almost over. Meredith should be back any minute now. Here's your dry cleaning. And the dog poop is in the trash. And here's your mustard. Did you wash the car? Sorry, Pops, I forgot. 
Hey, after you put that toilet brush away, show me the condoms. Make sure you rinse the beer off that brush real good before you clean the toilet with it again. Hey, as long as you're up. What? That's it. I'm out of here. I'll show myself out, so don't bother getting up. Grandma! Mother! Oh dear, somebody do something! You heard your mother, son. Go help your grandma. I think she meant you, Dad. Honey? Uh, Mom? Don't look at me. She's not my blood relative. Nothing. There'll be Mayville football after this on the Great 98. Hey, another touchdown! Oh, man, 50 bucks! Come on, my team was never gonna win. You know, I don't think Meredith baked any cookies. So let me say this once and get this out of my system. I'm not a good singer. There, I said it. I won't say it again. I'm an okay singer, someone who perhaps can sing around the house. So I will put it out there. Singers, I need you. If you want to cover my songs, I'm all for it. Hey, you never know, we may have a hit song together. Now, honestly, I'm more proud of the songs that I write than my voice. I started writing music when I began this show back in April of 2015. It started with the theme song, continued with the jingles, and then followed into my first song, Flicker of Lights. <laughs> Boom, just like that. I am now constantly hearing melodies and feeling lyrics. Just goes to show you, open up your subconscious. So the song we are playing for you next is simply titled, Why? The melody of the song came to me first. The words naturally flowed. All my songs are my babies, but this one has a special place in my heart. It is of love, hurt, and hope. Why? I never knew you. I only felt you.
thought you'd be here I thought you'd stay here Why did you leave me on my own? What will I do now with my heart broken? love our parents. We know we can't kill them, so that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals. Well, they should be here in a few minutes. You know, I'm curious how it went. I know how it went. My daughter's an idiot. That's not very nice. She just wants to help Mother Ruth. Her mother's fine. Ruth is a very anxious lady. She's always been anxious. So what? Well, Alice found this world-renowned stress therapist. She studied the art of Reiki and has healed many of our friends. Alice just thought she could help her mother. Oh, look, here they are. Now be nice. I'm always nice. Hi, honey. Mother Ruth. Well, how did it go? Where's the server? Why? I need a drink. Excuse me, uh, uh, may I have a double vodka martini, please? Extra olives. Yes, ma'am, right away. I can't believe you took me there. Look at me, look at me. I'm still shaking. I see it went well, Ruth. <laughs> Are you kidding, Stanley? I'm more nervous now than I was when I went into that stupid washerwoman's room. Washerwoman? She was a quack, not a doctor. I take that back. I don't want to insult washerwomen. I have no idea what you are saying. My metaphysical energy, my aura, what the heck does that mean? Reiki is a Japanese healing art form. I have a feeling the Japanese are laughing at how stupid we are in believing that crap. Ma! I told you she's an idiot. I am not. Reiki is all about the channeling of energy, the healing power of touch, the sweeping away of the negative and bringing forth the positive. I've been trying to sweep away your negative energy for years. Obviously that hasn't worked. You are so disrespectful. Well, what happened? Well, first I had to lie on a table. I want you to close your eyes, Ruth. Just breathe in and out, slowly counting. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, 
four. Feel each part of your body, starting with your toes, then your ankles, going all the way up to the crown of your head. Listen, lady, if I wanted to feel my body, I wouldn't be here. Ruth, close your eyes and imagine slowly getting up, walking to a beautiful gilded arched double door. Remember, Ruth, you are always in safety. I don't see a gilded arch double door. No, Ruth, close your eyes. Just imagine. What? The door. All I see is a door that has an exit sign above it. Close your eyes, Ruth. This is your inner door. What inner door? Then after all that mumbo jumbo, I had to go to a beach. Didn't that relax you, Mother Ruth? Heck no. You know how I hate the beach. Burning of the sun, the jellyfish, drowning. Oh, my lord. She started waving her hands above me like a wacky, waving, inflatable tube man. I am scanning your energy, Ruth. Scanning? With your hands? You're telling me I'm ejecting energy from my pores? You're not even touching me. I am working on your aura and the chakra systems, trying to sense what areas in your body are blocked. I can tell you what area is blocked, but usually I take Metamucil for that. Then she placed her palm between my eyes. Did you know I have a third eye, Stanley? I suspected it. Then came the Star Trek episode. Star Trek episode? She stood on the other side of the room, beaming my energy. You're a nutcase sending your mother to a place like that. Fine. I should have known better than to think you or Mob would be open-minded. Open-minded? She was pretending to air sweep bad spirits from my body. And then, finally, she placed her hand on top of my head to seal the good spirits in. What if there were bad spirits lingering about up there? What if she sealed them in, too? I I'm telling you, I'm more nervous than I was when I went in. What do you expect? It was your daughter's idea. Let's just order something. Food will do you good, Ruth. Yeah, I'm starving. Good idea. I could use another drink. I don't know, Stanley. Ruth. Yes, Stanley? Close your eyes and channel your energy into a Reuben sandwich with extra dressing. With a side of steak fries and ketchup? That's the spirit, Ruth. That's the spirit. saga ends again for now but join us next time for the dysfunctionals everybody gets their just desserts what does that mean it means i ate the pie my wife was saving for my mother-in-law What's wrong, Monty? It's my mother. She's old and has nothing to do. Well, why doesn't she go out and seek adventure? Carrie, she's so old that going into the next room it is an adventure. I bet you have to think twice before you leave your wife alone at night. I'll say. First, I have to think up a reason for going out. Second, I have to think up a reason as why she can't go with me. Hey, hey, Wubby! Hey, Wubby! Hey, Wubby! Hey, Wubby. Hey, Wubby. Hey, Wubby. Hey, Wubby.
Hey, happy Friday, fellas. About time you wait one Mike's hard women ain't coming up. Not so fast, Wani. It's been a lousy week. Bosses Willie been widen my tail weight we so. Maybe something a little stronger than the usual. Wanna try a wagga? Nah, I'm weaning more towards an India pale whale. Might I recommend a nice black oak nut brown amber? It's got a rich, smooth, creamy texture with just a peripheral hint of citrus flavor around a higher alcohol percentage that'll go right along with your less than stellar day. Okay, pull it up, but don't put no damn women slice in there. As instructed. Here you go, Wabby. Drink up. Well, here's to the Friday afternoon therapy group. To Ralph, Roger, Wiki, and my favorite bartender, Ronnie. Cheers! Hey, Wabby, looks like we got some fresh meat sitting in the corner. Or the way I see it. Two lovely wabbits working to order up a little Roger casserole for lunch. <laughs> yeah, white. White, you got a shot. She's out of your weed. Just look at her. Wiki's white, Roger. You're crazy. And just to make things interesting, I'm in for a dollar if you make it past hello. <laughs> yeah, Wani, I'll take a dollar on that one, too. Double money says he's too afraid to even go through with it. Well, buckle up, guys, because Roger's few and lucky. You know, Wani, I think Ralph and Wiki ought to follow him over so when Roger starts weighing down his smack, they have the perfect place to listen and worm from the master. <laughs> <laughs> master? Shh. Can't break his spirit now, can we? <laughs> That's right, fellas. Weff all you want. You won't be weffing Wong once Roger really gets wucky. Ooh, what a wucky man he was. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. My name's Waja, and... I'll have a water, please. Huh? I'll have a water. A what? A water. Could you repeat that, please? Water. A water. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm not Could you a... make that two? Uh... Two waters. One for her and one for me. And if it's not too much trouble, put a slice of lemon in mine. We should be ready to order after you bring those. Uh, certainly. I I'll be right back. You know, Roger, if you're going to work here, you have to wear a dress. <laughs> Go ahead, Weff. But if they weave a tip, I'm keeping it. Oh, and uh, the lady under Weff wants a slice of lemon in her water. A toast to Roger. For showing us how it's really supposed to happen. Cheers! By the way, I made it past hello, so you each owe me two dollars. The next selection that you will hear is a song that I wrote to my husband on our wedding day. It's called You're the One. I hope you enjoy it. There were times I died from a broken heart When I thought we'd never be What I knew was true in my days have passed It was pulled out from under me I was hurt and torn For I knew you were the one and part of me But your strength prevailed All the deadly signs And here stand with me You're the one meant for me you're the one I love through your strength you lifted me through your heart you made me see 
now entwined our souls can be together you and me we are friends and always be never to depart though we thought our world had gone though we thought our life was done you and i have carried on through love our hearts are one This pair we went our separate ways Through the darkness we were thrown Never knowing if we would be the same To our fate of the unknown But now here we are as our hearts are one Through the ways earth rise ashore We're together now, walking hand in hand Knowing now we're not alone you're the one who's meant for me you're the one i love through your strength you lifted me through your heart you made me see now entwined our souls can be together you and me monday morning at the office Jerry, the construction guys are here, so you'll have to move to your temporary office. Sure, boss. Where is it? Well, we're really tight on space right now, so I wonder if you would mind using the last stall. Last stall? What do you mean? You know, um, the last stall in the men's room. It's all we could come up with on such short notice. Wait, you want me to use the men's room stall as my office? Yeah, why not? You spend most of your day in there anyway. That is so degrading. Come on, Jerry. It won't be so bad. I'll have maintenance put your nameplate right on the stall door. It'll look really impressive. And the stall has a great big seat right in the middle. But where will I hold the weekly sales meeting? It's always in my office. In your new office, of course. See you there. Wednesday morning at the office. Where's the sales meeting today? It's in Jerry's new office. I can't wait to see it. Let's go, ladies. We don't want to be late for this meeting. Hi, guys. Come on in. Oh, I love what you've done to the place. Yes, the pictures of your family on the walls just add the right touch of hominess. And you did a great job matching colors to the stall decor. Oh, thanks. I put a lot of thought into it. Gertrude, would you close the door so we won't be disturbed? Okay. Everyone, stand back. Jerry, are there any more chairs? No, just this big one here, and it's mine. <laughs> Gladys, would you start the projector? Good, good. Uh, can everyone see that? Oh, oh, I almost forgot. I brought coffee and donuts to celebrate Jerry's new office. Hold on a minute while I set these out for everyone. Mm, yeah, I'll have a donut. Well, as you can see from the first slide, we had a downturn in revenue last month. Sorry, Jerry, I, I need to take notes. Do you have an extra piece of paper I can borrow? Uh, yeah, sure. There's a roll hanging in the wall right there. Hey! Can't you keep it quiet out there? We're trying to have a meeting. Some people just have no manners. Friday morning at the office. Did you get the cake for Jerry's birthday? Yes, I got his favorite. Chocolate with strawberry icing. He'll be so surprised. Oh, let's bring it to him right now. Quiet. Don't let him know we're coming. Okay. 
Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jerry. Jerry, what do you think you're doing? I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. In your office? That's disgusting. I always knew you were a pervert. Come on. Let's get out of here. But, but wait. Jerry, you just flushed your career down the toilet. Be out of this stall by noon. Hey, anybody need a used office chair? Come on. I don't want to be late. Relax. The reservation isn't until 7.30. Yeah, but it takes a half hour to get there, and it will take you another hour and a half to get ready. I'm almost done. Go take a pill and get off my back. You know, I wouldn't need these pills if you weren't always Dilly Dally Sally. What did you call me? Dilly Dally Sally. We're always late because you take too long to do everything. Oh, yeah? Take a chill pill, Phil. Don't be so callous, Alice. Don't be so snotty, Scotty. You're full of strife, wife. You're getting tubby, hubby. Your butt's too saggy, Maggie. You're built like a blob, Bob. You're built like a barrel, Carol. You're no good in bed, Ted. You're only my spare, Claire. Your kisses are chilly, Billy. You dress like a man, Marianne. Your love life will cease, Maurice. You're beginning to smell, Giselle. You're dandruff's like talcum, Malcolm. You act like a felon, Helen. You need a warden, Jordan. Go suck a banana, Hannah. Go sit on a candle, Randall. Your face is too hairy, Sherry. I think you've been farting, Martin. Your armpits are smelly, Kelly. Your life is imperiled, Gerald. Mm, I can't think of any more. It's time to stop, Pop. How about a kiss, Chris? Let's see you pucker, Tucker. Oh, no! Look at the time! We're going to be late, Kate. Eh, here we go again, Glenn. Before I introduce my final selection, I want to thank my good friend David Rice and his production studio, Basement Audio, for helping me with all of the songs arrangements you have heard today. His talent of instruments combined with technology goes unmatched. Thank you, Dave. The song that you are going to hear as a final selection is my rare input into politics. Well, really about social behavior through the guise of politics. Some may think I see people through rose-colored glasses. Who knows? I wish others sometimes would don those glasses. So I sigh. Appropriately, the song is called Hear Me Sigh. Thank you again for listening to our show. Talk to you next week. Gone mad, so have I. We have.
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega, my musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We'd love to have you and share our Parlor City. Again now to KB Cabaret.